Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I teach busy mums who are trying to juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it easy and fun. You're invited to sign up to my free gift, Three Easy Steps to Weight Loss for Busy Mums. And if you'd like some help taking the first steps to weight loss with healthy eating, you can find out more about Dr. Orlina's two-week healthy reboot or chat to me about private coaching. For more information, check out my website, drorlina.com. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Welcome to this Christmas Eve special, short and sweet. Today we are going to talk a little bit about emotional wellness and emotional health. And I'm going to give you one really super powerful but simple tool. Now, why are we talking about emotional health? This is a podcast about physical health, yes? Well, yes, but our emotional health is so wrapped up in everything we do. We've talked about stress. We know that stress has huge, great ramifications for our health. And the reverse of that is true. When we can get our minds to work well, when we can think positively and be in control of our thoughts in a way that serve us, then we can really do anything. We can be fit and fabulous, lead healthy lives, lead happy lives. And it all starts with understanding how our brains work. So this super exciting tool is a little tool called forgiveness. Now, I am constantly, constantly working on my own way of thinking and my tool that is my brain. And I was reading a book. I was reading um, Gabby Bernstein's May Cause Miracles. And it's a six-week course And every single day you read a little bit and it's just a little reminder to think in a positive way, to come from a place of love rather than a place of fear and anger. So a lovely one day reminder. And in it, she uses the tool of forgiveness. And in the first week, we had a session where we had to think about forgiveness. And it was really the first time that I have paid attention to this. i thought about forgiveness before, but it was the first time that I actually sat and went, okay, I'm going to look at forgiveness in my life and make a list of all of those things that I want to forgive. And it was amazing. I was blown away by what came up for me. So the first thing that came up for me was, I want to forgive my children for stealing my career from me. And that for me was hugely surprising because it's not something that I think 
on a daily basis. It's not something that I hold on to. I hadn't realized that it was something that I even really thought. On a conscious level, it isn't something that I'm thinking. But I do know that in different ways, sometimes I've thought about what my life would look like if I didn't have kids. And I think, oh, I might be working in India or Africa or for Medicine Sans Frontieres or something like that. But I didn't realize that I was holding this grudge against my children because clearly, as a mother, you do have to make sacrifices. You do do things that you wouldn't do if you didn't have children. I am no longer that person who I was before I had children. I don't have the freedom to do all of the things that I used to do. And it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? There's amazing things that I have, but there's also some things that I don't have and I do miss. So this idea of making a list of all the things that I wanted to forgive and just doing it without tethering myself. And what I mean by that is it sounds like a mean thing to say and we don't want to admit to these mean things that we say, but it was a private thing that I had between me and myself, except now I've told you about it. But we often don't want to admit to these negative thoughts that we have, but in the private space between you and your journal, you can let it all flow out. And it's really powerful to go, okay, I'm going to let it out. I'm going to have a look at it. So I went through a stage of going to my husband, oh, I forgive you for whatever misdemeanor it was. And he said to me, well, there's nothing to forgive. And it's like, ah, but here is where I think you are misunderstanding what forgiveness is. I think his point was that there was nothing to forgive because he hadn't done anything wrong. I can't remember what the situation was. Perhaps he had left a coffee cup lying around or something really not very huge. But here's the dictionary definition of forgiveness. And it says to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offence, flaw or mistake. Now, that offence, flaw or mistake is in our eyes. We feel anger because that offence, flaw or mistake has happened as we perceive it. Now, it may very well be that they don't perceive that offence, flaw or mistake. And that's fine. It's not about the truth of whether it was an offence, flaw or mistake. It's about how we feel it and how we are thinking about it. So, of course, if you take the example of me feeling resentment to my children, they haven't done anything wrong. Of course, they're just perfectly innocent bystanders. And it's just my brain that has created that offence. And now it's time for my brain to let go, to stop feeling angry or resentful. And that's merely what forgiveness is, is to say, okay, let go of it now. And on one level, we think of forgiveness as this huge, great blessing that we give people, that we say, okay, it's fine. I am now, you are now cleansed. I forgive you. But that's not what it is. It is us just saying, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to let go. I'm going to move on. And I love this analogy. There's a story, a Buddhist story, and it goes like this. There are two Buddhist monks who are walking across a river and the Buddhist monks aren't allowed to touch women. And one of them is the master and one of them is a pupil. And as they get to the river, they see a woman who is trying to cross the river, but the river is too high and she can't do it. So the master picks her up and carries her across and then puts her down. And then the two of them go on their way. And the pupil turns to the master after a while and goes, well, 
How could you do that? You touched a woman and we're not allowed to touch women. And the master turns around and says, but I put her back. I put her down at the edge of the river and you, my friend, are still carrying her. And it's exactly that. The pupil is still upset and resentful and holding on to these negative emotions when the master just picked her up, put her down and didn't make a big thing of it. And it's that big thing that we make. So here's a really powerful thing that you can do and turn it into a weekly Friday forgiveness routine. Make a list of all of the people you want to forgive. It doesn't matter how small it was. One thing I notice here is that every time we cross the road, we have so many pedestrian crossings that people have this habit of ignoring the pedestrian crossings. So you may be halfway across and then somebody basically runs you over. They don't actually run you over, but they should have stopped and they don't. And I find that I get upset with that. I'm walking across and somebody just goes across the zebra crossing. And it happens basically on a daily basis. So I don't know why I get surprised by it, but every single time, it upsets me. And now I've got into the habit of going, I forgive you. I forgive you. I'm going to let go of that immediately. I'm not going to spend 10 or 15 minutes being upset about somebody who didn't actually run me over and things not being the way they should be. So here's what I want you to do. Make a long list, preferably write it down. If you don't have time to write it down, go through the list in your mind, but make a long list of everything that you want to forgive. It doesn't matter how big or how small. And if it's a big thing, you might find that you have to keep coming back to the same thing because you want to let go, you let go a little bit. And then the next time you let go a little bit more and a little bit more until you have really stopped that feeling. I think it's a really powerful thing as well to incorporate in your dinner time routine. So at a family meal time, you can have a practice of forgiveness. Now, you may need to set some boundaries if you have children like mine who will go, I forgive my sibling for whatever it is, for breathing, for being smelly, for being this, for being that. So you may have to be a little bit careful because you know what kids are like, (laughs) or at least my children are like. So you might have to set a few boundaries, but it is really good. And it is also, once they can be serious about it, it is a good way of clearing the air because Like everyone, children feel resentment towards their brothers and sisters. So if they are going to say, I forgive my brother for this small thing that they did, actually they then can move on and let go and stop feeling resentful. So there we go. One super powerful tool, which I think is very relevant to this Christmas season that we have coming up. Now, I wish you all an amazing Christmas, an amazing holiday. This is the last podcast in series one. Hooray, we've had this podcast for a year. It feels absolutely amazing. We will open again with series two into 2020. I hope you enjoy Christmas and I hope that you enjoy your food as well. And I think Christmas is a time, it's a festivity time. It is a time when it is normal for us to eat more than we normally would. A little bit of indulgence. You don't have to over, overindulge, but I do think that Part of festivities, part of our culture is eating more than we normally would at Christmas time, however that means for you. You can also have lots of healthy foods as well. So think about all those yummy vegetables and healthy treats that you can have. And if you want to make 2020 your amazing year of change, I will be doing Dr. Alina's 
two-week healthy reboot throughout 2020 and we will hit the ground running in January. You can sign up now if you want. It's not too late to make it your Christmas present to yourself and book a session to start in early January. So wishing you all a fabulous Christmas season and I wish you amazing things to come for 2020. Bye-bye. you for listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina. If you enjoyed it, I would love it if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for my free gift, free easy steps to weight loss for busy mums, or find out more about my reboot and coaching at drorlina.com. D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com. Until next time, bye-bye.